Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. Now, enjoy this episode. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. You thought I was coming again. There. I was waiting. Yeah, I know. I could see it in your eyes. I was hungry for it. I see it in your eyes, Daniel. See it in your eyes. All right, friends. Welcome back to another edition. We are excited here at the studio. We've got a great question today. We're going to get right to it from Alejandro Castanara. Alejandro, what do you got? DIY my name is Alejandro Barraza Castaneda. I'm 23 years old. I currently work at Federal Express as a full-time team leader. I'm trying to make my way up into management, not only for the bump it pay, but also for the career benefits it brings into my life. Lately, me and my wife have been tackling down our debt. We are living the DIY money lifestyle as it should be. My question is that I want to make multiple savings accounts, but is there is there a problem with making too many savings account or should I just only stick to one? Is, is it alright for me to make multiple savings accounts for various reasons? I would like to uh, listen to what you guys uh, have to say. Thank you. Daniel, what do you say to Alejandro uh, regarding the multiple savings account method or lack thereof? Uh, so I use the multiple savings account method. Let's see. Multiple savings account method. The uh, MSAM. MSAM. Uh, I bank at Ally as far as high-yield savings goes, so that's where we dump a lot of money uh, that we need to keep liquid and in cash in savings accounts. We're not affiliated with them anyway. We don't get a kickback. That's just where I happen to keep our uh, personal family money. And so uh, the friction there is very, very simple, and I would say it's completely friction-free. Once you have one account there uh, and you log in to your account, you can pretty simply just open up additional savings accounts for each thing you need. So, uh, for instance, we have a car fund uh, where we slap money in there each pay period for a uh, future car as well as uh, car maintenance, etc. We have sort of an escrow fund where things that come up once a year uh, or multi- uh, two times a year, things like auto insurance, um, taxes, things of that nature, uh, just come out of there. And so we kind of average out what those would be over the course of the year. And dump them in that. We have a house down payment fund and we have a medical fund there. So uh, a couple different ones. And it's kind of like the cash envelope system uh, that Dave Ramsey is is pretty big on as far as spending goes. But you can apply the same philosophy from a savings standpoint. And the easiest way is historically has been to use separate savings account. It keeps it very clean, very tidy. And uh, I've personally liked it. However, I will say being a client of Ally, they sent an email. I don't know. It was maybe even a month or two ago, it might have been a while now, uh, sort of alluding to or previewing the fact that they are actually going to roll sort of cash envelope technology into their online banking experience. So pretty soon coming out here, and I've not seen any releases on date or so forth, but you'll be able to have one savings account where the money is grouped together, and then you'll be able to kind of subdivide it in there into different envelopes, see what the balance of each of those envelopes is and so forth. So I would say that that just keeps it a little bit cleaner. You don't have to transfer one from one account to the other uh, as often and, and so forth. So whatever works for you, in my opinion, is the right solution. Do what works for you. However, stop at the point at which it becomes overcomplicated. Yeah. Right, I missed um, 
so do you physically have multiple savings accounts at Allied? Or five you savings have, accounts. You have five savings accounts at Allied. So when you log into Allied, you see five different savings accounts. Yep, and my paycheck goes direct deposits into, I think, three or four of those. So like we've figured out how much needs to be in each one. It goes in there. So for instance, the car fund one, when it meets the price of a car, then we buy a car. So I'm curious because it surprises me with the way I thought your brain worked. Why don't you just have one savings account at Allied and know what the lump sum is designated for? Why don't, why don't, why are you having... Why don't I track it on a spreadsheet separately? Well, I guess you're going to get five different 1099s from Allied, or maybe they consolidate it. So uh, when I use TurboTax, I type in my name and password and it dumps everything into TurboTax. So that there's no friction on the tax standpoint with the five accounts. Um... I literally, you know, Allies Technology, it lets you sort of click on the account, rename it. So uh, so there's a behavioral finance study done a while back, and actually Betterment really promoted it because they use the same technology on their accounts, is that if you title an account what it is for, you are less likely to use that money for other things. So if you title an account uh, car fund, or if you title an account medical fund, then via the rules of behavior psychology, you are some X amount less likely to actually then use it for shopping or groceries or other things that it's not for the goal. When you set out a goal you and you actually write that goal down, it just becomes more committed. So the downsides, and there were very few uh, going through this method, beside actually having these separate accounts and having to sometimes transfer from one to the other, the downsides just weren't enough to uh, versus the upside. All right, Alejandro, um, I concur with Daniel. I am, uh, and and it was I was a little surprised to hear that he had so many. So I, I guess he's as weird as I am because I have that many probably as well. Um, it's probably just a fluke that I have them at a lot of different places. That has just sort of happened over time. I guess it's kind of like when people collect, you know, uh, old IRAs or have 401ks. There was, you know, a commercial not long ago I caught on television when somebody said, you know, it's kind of like the salad bar. They, they kind of collect a, a little piece of here and there and everywhere. Um, I don't necessarily do that with my investment approach. Um, but over the years, I have sort of gathered up these various different accounts I've always kept them separate uh, because that's the way my brain works. Uh, very, again, similar to the way Daniel just discussed with his five different accounts. So I know this is a long answer. I, 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 why I wanted to bring your question up. I mean, this is a very simple question. You say, is this bad or whatever? And we could have just been like, no, it's no problem. Uh, you have as many accounts as you want. You just keep them straight. And Daniel's advice as far as until it becomes cumbersome was, was a great one as well. But what I want to share is that it's personal and it comes down to sort of your your money DNA, like you, how your personal finance DNA works. And that is different for everyone. I am I have to be uber organized with every penny. It's almost a little obsessive. Not almost. I, I even just bunted a little bit. It's obsessive. But um, there's probably some deep insecurity uh, in me that I've had since I was a child. 
And the way that I overcome that is this false sense of security that I have all of these ducks in a row and I have all these little things in place, et cetera. All my T's are crossed, all my I's are dotted, everything lines up, et cetera. Okay. But that gives me peace. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. I- I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that. So I have uh, savings accounts for my kids and their investment accounts. So I have those at Charles Schwab where we primarily uh, use for our custodian, for our firm. I put money in there for them every month, uh, twice a month. And so we're building accounts up. I have a sa- two savings accounts at Capital One. Uh, one is designated for emergency fund. The other is designated for a uh, side business that we are involved in, my wife and I. And so any proceeds uh, that, that come from that business, I put in there. Uh, so I have two savings accounts at, at Capital One for that reason. I have a savings account, I have multiple savings accounts at a local credit union. Uh, that is because we have some real estate. And when I want to accrue the amounts over and above the income and expenses, I dump it into that savings account there. Um, my children have three savings accounts at that at that uh, bank as well because they allowed them to open savings accounts as minors with passports. That was great. Actually, checking accounts as well, so they have checking and savings accounts. Um, I also flipped to the other side of my primary bank. I have two savings accounts attached. One is for medical, where I sweep money on a monthly basis for medical expenses, and the other one is our Christmas savings account, which is now uh, down to $7 because <laughs> we've spent all the Christmas money. Uh, and I put money in there so that my wife, who basically manages the Christmas affairs, uh, can use that uh, when it's time to buy the presents, the gifts, the cards, the stamps, etc. So I don't know how many that is, Alejandro. It's a lot. You are not well. That's baloney. Now, it works for me. I've got it spread out. I've got it. I know what it is, and it's great. And now everybody has these electronic deposits, so I don't even have to step into these banks. I used to have to run around town at times and deposit checks. It was annoying. Now it's all electronic. It's very simple. I will also say this, and this is very important. We talked about this uh, long ago, uh, a few weeks ago. Alejandro, if you are the CFO of your family, your spouse or your family or whomever is going to help you in the event something unforeseen happens to you needs to know where all of these savings accounts are, what their purposes are, what they're designated for, etc. It needs to be spelled out very clearly somewhere so that if something happens to you, that person, your spouse, whomever it is, can come in and knows exactly what's been going on in your mind for all these designated buckets. So I'm fine whether you have two, five, or 20 at the same place or different. Whatever works for you, especially as you alluded to, you're living the DIY money lifestyle. Boom. Nice job. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. But make sure that someone else knows what you're doing, or at least they would have access to it in the event that you passed or something unforeseen, you became incapacitated or whatever. So that... Everything can kind of keep going as is in the event of a terrible, dire emergency. That'd be the only additional guidance I would give for anyone. That's not specific. That's for anyone out there. Anything else to add, Daniel? Uh, I would say the only thing is we both sort of mentioned uh, online banks where there's little friction and essentially zero fees. Uh, If you are using sort of your local bank, 
and, uh, you know, do, keeping your savings accounts there, I would just double check with them about minimum balances, fees, et cetera. Cause we kind of made the assumption that you would use an online bank. Like we would make sure that there is no, uh, fees associated with it. Cause then it may not be a great option to open five or six or 10 accounts. Absolutely. Uh, great subject for another day. We should actually talk about that. Maybe we'll talk about that on our YouTube videos. All right. Thanks again, Alejandro. Great question. Derek will be in touch, dropping you the $25 Amazon gift card. If you're new to the show, simply send us a voice memo, podcast at DIYmoney.org, podcast at DIYmoney.org. If we use the question on the show, we will send you a $25 gift card. Remember, friends, the secret to wealth is very simple. Live on less than you make, invest the rest, and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us, and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.